Can you tell me about your dad? Say daddy. 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 The heart. I like how you like cars. What's your favorite thing to do with daddy? When we build snowman together. Ooh. Remember we built one together. I do. With balloons. I like that you always have fun with me. What's well, something kind of hard about your dad? When you told me what to do and I don't want to do it. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. I feel like I love you. I love you. Hi, I'm Justin, girl dad of two. And I'm Freddie, boy dad of three. We're two friends on a mission to be the best dads possible. While leaving a record for our kids to know who we are in the season of our lives. Welcome to the Love Dad Podcast. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Every, now we have a consistent way you start and a consistent way you end. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We're only like a few weeks away from the largest podcast hosted by two guys named Freddie and Justin. That's about dads with one of them being located on the East Coast and one of them being located on the West Coast. We're More qualifiers like, every week. <laughs> <laughs> we're a month away from uh, having merch that says, hey, buddy. <laughs> so we're gonna have, have mugs and t-shirts and slow hey i drink out of a hey buddy mug i drink out of a hey buddy mug hey yeah, buddy every day <laughs> and on the bottom when your coffee goes away it says laters <laughs> <laughs> oh man somebody write that down write, write that down. down that's a pretty good one Trademark. <laughs> we'll make two of them <laughs> one for you and one for one me one for you and one for me Oh, I'd yeah. be so good with that. <laughs> Anytime you so look up anything like that and it's like a custom T-shirt or whatever it is, it's like they always give you the price if you're ordering like 56. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, this t- these T-shirts to print is going to be $6 a T-shirt. And then it's like minimum order 50. You're like, oh, <laughs> there's, there's four of us. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, well, I guess I'll have T-shirts for life. I don't know what to say. It's like, yeah. oh, that one wore out? Give me a new one. Give me a new Hey Buddy T-shirt. <laughs> uh, our, whole, our whole wardrobe. Um, yeah. Dude, how's your week? What's going on? Anything excitable or new? Uh, a little bit. Uh, one of the subjects of our podcast, Little Miss Briar Rose, turned two years old yesterday. Dude. Yes. Happy birthday, Miss Briar. Uh, yeah. I mean, they know, right? The kids know when it's their birthday, even at that age, because I, I swear to you, certain things she's never done before, never like exper- expressed before, <laughs> never whatever. All of a sudden, it's like, why did that cut? Like, this was not here yesterday. She's like, well, uh, today's the day. I guess I'm too. Today's so. the day. <laughs> it was. So we did. Um, I did a whole day, but then at the end of the day, and I, we can talk about that too if we want to, but the, at the end of the day, my parents came over for dinner Yep. Um, to celebrate. And uh, the uh, she like the door opens, and usually I come home, and the door, when I open the door, and I go, hey, sweetheart, I'm home. And she looks at me, and she comes around the corner, and she goes, dada. And, and then she looks at me, and she goes, no. And she just runs away. 
for me <laughs> pretty much every day. <laughs> pretty, And it's I know what it is. It's like, don't take me away from my mom. You're going to come home and you're going to take me away from my mom, which I do every day. Yeah. <laughs> so she's not wrong. Like yeah. It's true. <laughs> but my parents get there and the door opens and she starts squealing and grandma grandpa like running around the whole house and then runs to them and is like the most excited she's ever been in her life so on one hand super cute on the other hand devastating what the heck (laughs) (laughs) absolutely devastating absolutely devastating. it was a fun day though i um I take the girls' birthdays off from work every year. It's something that I started with Layla um, as an excuse to not have to go to work <laughs> right after Christmas. And uh, and it kind of stuck. Um, and so I, I it's just two of the vacation days I make sure to take a year is, is going uh, to do things with them on their birthday. And we pulled Layla out of school, which... Now, you've told me this before. The teacher did tell us it'll be unexcused, yeah. an unexcused absence. And okay. I said, yep, <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> uh, let me know if she's going to fail kindergarten, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, but she's just sweet about it. She's like, that's how the office is going to. She was just letting us know. That's how the office will record it. She kind of, it's like, yeah. The and, doctor right. said. <laughs> Thank you. Layla needs to be home today. <laughs> Well, Jordan went to the office that day and, and said, "Hey, you know, I don't know if you know if I email the teacher, if I talk to you." And she goes, "Oh, is she going to be sick tomorrow?" And she uh, said, "No, she's <laughs> we're just taking her out of school for a day." Yeah, they're like, "Okay, it's going to be unexcused." <laughs> okay, yes, that's what the teacher. Yes, okay, thank you. Have a good one. She will see you on Wednesday. <laughs> that's so funny. They're just like, really funny. I mean. There's so many things like that where it's like, oh, so you want people to like cheat the system or lie or, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yes, she will be sick tomorrow. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, it's so funny because um, with the, it's the same thing at work. We have a vacation blackout at my work during the holiday season um, uh, before holidays. Um just it's a busy time for our company and it's it's just what we do right. um and uh there's i cannot tell you how many times people would be like so i'm just want to let you know i might be sick on friday <laughs> because <laughs> it's a vacation blackout so there's no pre-planned time off i might be sick on friday because something's coming up okay okay <laughs> i don't know don't leave me out to the lurch and just don't, t- if you don't tell me, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it was really fun. Uh, Briar did amazing. Um, we went to this, um, we went to this massive track trampoline park that they have, um, south of our house a little bit. And it was, um, I guess west of our house a little bit. Uh, and it was, it's we've been there before for Layla's birthday, and Layla did uh, fine there. She kind of had little meltdowns, was really nervous and anxious and stuff. But we went during a school holiday last time. We went while well, it was still Christmas break. Yeah. This time we went at nine thirty a.m. on a Tuesday, right after school began. Right. And it was us and one other mom with one other kid there for the first forty-five minutes of the hour and a half we were there. 
and it was glorious. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely Nothing glorious. Nothing better. No. We got to do anything we wanted, broke every rule, did anything <laughs> we wanted. The the two 19-year-olds that were working the, the table didn't care at right. all because, like, what are they going to do? Yeah. And it, Briar had a great time. Layla had a great time. Uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. So, happy Dude. birthday, Briar. Happy birthday, baby Briar. Um, I know you want to give her the the moniker of the youngest alive, mm-hmm. which she might have yeah, earned. What? She might have yeah. earned, but she might have. I'm still not what? willing to let go of it. So she. What uh, happens is, when you turn 32? <laughs> Briar is born the day after mine. Uh huh. And um, I'm not really. You are exactly. You're exactly 30 years her elder. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, that's insane. I'm it is. Yeah, and I threw my back out throwing a football the other day. So, you know, youngest, <laughs> <laughs> youngest alive is slipping out of my hands. Um, you know, it's a real thing. I've been gimping around work all day today and people are like, what's up? And I was like, here's the deal. I don't care what they tell you, and I don't care what it is. Uh, mid-30s is different than mid-20s because mid-20s, I go to that trampoline park, no warm-up, no issues. I'll do it all day. will be crazy. I'll play around with my nephews because I had no kids at the time. Right. would have been awesome. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> I got a little tweaky after about 10 minutes there. I was like, nah, it's probably fine. I'll just warm up uh, eventually. And then <laughs> I cooled down, and I – could barely move my left leg. It's like my <laughs> hip is dying. Yeah. Jordan's like, you pull your hip flexor? I was like, I don't know. I just have been gimping around all day long. Dude, <laughs> trampolines will do it to you, man. Yeah. Especially all when there's more than just one where you jump up and down. It's like you jump sideways on them and you jump off of them into big foam pits, which I hear <sighs> the foam pits are awesome. But they are the most exhausting thing to get I've ever been in. It's like being in quicksand. <laughs> and you're just trying to like claw your way out of yeah. this sinking pit, which I'm way too heavy to be in in the first place. It's meant for Layla's size, 42 pounds. I'm 190, 185. And it's like, no, it's not supposed to happen. Not to supposed to happen. But yeah, it was good. How was your birthday? Uh, dude, my birthday was jump great. parks? No jump parks on my birthday. It was, um, I mean, it was a Monday. It was a good day. Was able to grab some coffee with a buddy, grab some lunch with my wife, get some work done. Wow. I was able to grab some coffee with a buddy, grab some lunch with my wife, uh, got some work done, and then the boys got home from school, and we... Played catch and watched some football. It was awesome. Nice. It's all the good football. things for a Monday. Not yeah. bad for a Monday. Not bad for a Monday. Yeah, Monday Night Football. Watched Aaron Rodgers' career end in 90 seconds with the Jets. I know you don't care about that, but. His career it. ended? Well, probably. He's an old man and tore his Achilles. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, he got this fat. It's really uplifting, different. really uplifting podcast talk. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> we're, it's fine. We're all gonna die. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> no, it was um, it was fun though. It was really good. Good. Yeah, as good as thirty two could be. It was fun with the boys. That's awesome. Uh, so over the weekend, before mm-hmm. my birthday, we had in our youth group we had a fall camp. Um, so similar to any sort of youth camp, but they do it in sure. the fall here because the weather's good. Like fall camp here is like summer camp there. <laughs> like we went to the lake and did all the things you do at summer camp. And it was um, first time I've been to a camp in a few years. And it was so fun and good and it was awesome. Got to hang out with a bunch of middle schoolers and high schoolers. And um, a couple of things happened, though, that okay. uh, I was like, oh, man, I should chat with Justin about this because I've got three boys. Why does this make me nervous? This makes me a little <laughs> I don't nervous. Know. It should make you nervous. But anyway, okay. we've got a group of boys. I love them to death. They're super fun, super young. Super 13, super, fun, super, super 13. <laughs> They're eighth grade and freshman in high school. Oh, yeah. So 14, 14 15. 15. And they're pretty cool. You know, they're the cool kids. Sure. They're athletes. Um, and they were like running amok this weekend <laughs> and okay. just causing havoc. And doing things that like I would never would have done. Even if I did it when I was in high school or middle school, I never would have done it in the manner they did, like cussing. Okay. Like they just like yelled cuss words in the middle of the field when we were like playing football. And it was like, dude. For attention, largely. Yeah. That to be funny, to make their friends laugh. Yeah. So they did that. They played some... It's like wildly inappropriate music on the bus on a Bluetooth speaker on the way up. And then like when asked to stop, they like didn't or, you know, it was like took them a while to stop. And then, and then they, it must've been like five of them together. They kind of, not kind of, they bullied this girl and this like sweet seventh grade girl love her to death she's really cool um and like we talked about it and then they didn't stop and then the next day they made this little girl cry Mm -hmm. so we had to have a meeting this was tonight with all their dads after youth group Um, okay and i know all their dads their dads are amazing and we just had to have this discussion on like all these things and like what we were calling them to and you know the seriousness and what they were doing and it got me thinking about like formative moments in my life we're way past our kids right now because we're talking about older kids sure um but yeah I was just thinking about like formative moments in my life where i like done something that needed to be reconciled yeah and my dad knew my parents knew people knew um and i was curious if you got any thoughts on that i was really impressed with the dads uh i guess i don't know like i love the boys and i hope they keep coming and excited for them to to see them grow i mean they're just like as you say they're just dinguses yep um 
But well, yeah, they get like, stupider in a group. Like yeah, I always tell them it, that. I love I love get you way all stupider. Together, you're the worst. You tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> Individually, you're all the best. Together, you guys are horrible and mean. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, what were you thinking <laughs> about formative moment wise? Do you have any? What besides the one we talked about the other week with your mom? Um, any other ones that stick out to you where it's like, oh yeah, this was a this was a pivot point. Yeah, for me, with specifically with bullying, it was I was way younger, probably like ten, nine or ten. I was playing little league baseball, and we had a kid on our team who was like. I mean, for lack of a better term, he was like the stinky kid, you know, uh, yeah. kind of stinky, yeah. um, wasn't very good at baseball. Uh, yeah. just one of those kind of kids that Rough is like to have on a baseball team. Well, as you know, like, there's, like, there's, there's those, there's those players on every team, especially at that age where it's like, yep. Um, yeah, they put me in right field. They just put it that way. That's fine. <laughs> then you start kicking people. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> They, um, and a buddy of mine or a friend of mine at the time was spitting sunflower seeds on him. Mm, yeah. And I laughed and then I spit a sunflower seed on him and his dad was like a big, big man, like large. And I just remember his hands coming over my shoulders and like where his hands hit as he was like kind of squeezing my shoulders was like my entire body. He's like, he had yeah. me. And he just said something to the effect of like, I mean, I don't know exactly what he said. I just instantly got terrified. Are you spitting sunflower seeds on my boy? And then him and my dad had a conversation and my dad wasn't going to let me finish the game. Ended up let, letting me finish the game. And then we just had a conversation the whole way home. And felt horrible. I knew it was wrong. All these different things. Um, and specifically in bullying, that was like, I was like, oh man, like I don't ever want to make someone feel like this. Um, yeah. And it came from a great experience. Of, well, not a great experience. Uh, experience that my dad had. He was able to like share some light on it, things like that. That was a pivotal moment. Um, and then, yeah, I was a punk and with my youth leaders and I don't know what the turning point was. I don't know. Anyway, I was curious if you had, you're any. a punk to them the whole time. I was what? You're a punk to them the whole time. In youth group, middle school, high school. Yeah. Yeah. No, not really. Not, not outwardly. I was like a sneaky punk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone thought I was good and, fun to have around but i could be sneaky sneaky mean um yeah yeah i think that for me um it was less about i mean i'm i'm certain that there were people and times that it was not that i was not kind Uh, i know it right um but I think a lot of the times um, it was more along the lines of what those boys were doing to that girl probably. Yeah. 
for for me, um, which is it feels like we are laughing about a thing yeah. as a group. But one or more of us is not in. Mm-hmm. One of us is out, right? And when it's your buddies, right, if it's you, me, and Matt, and you two are razzing me, fine, right? We've got, we've got uh, a lot of capital built up for that kind of stuff. Right. But when it's when it's somebody who's on the you know lesser engaged part of that social circle or somebody you don't know as well, which has certainly happened. I went to a small school, right? I went to a really small school. Yeah. Um, but there were a number of people that were odd or <laughs> not as close in the core group or whatever yeah. uh, from our perspective, especially as you know teenagers that I'm certain that there was snark and joke and stuff that just felt like being snarky and jokey, but was really just not very kind. Yeah. So I've thought about that as I've gotten older um, and I watch Layla because I watch some of the kids that she hangs out with here in the neighborhood and some of the little snarky, sassy things they might say about the one neighbor kid that's not there. Right. Yeah. Um, or about somebody or this, somebody said so and so, whatever. The ga- the gossipy, the snark, the we don't like, or the just un- the, the not kind. Yeah. Right. Um, to them, they just are doing something. But Layla Clock did at one point, and when we did give her some encouragement that she's allowed to say hey no i like so and so we got to be kind whatever it is like she's trying to try to be more mindful of that because i don't think that we under the guise of being funny or what is like people give you a pass for being quote unquote harmless ah they're just being far- funny harmless they're just joking around yeah but there's a lot i mean like it escalates real quick and the impact is heavy Hmm. for like that girl right right i mean they weren't like pushing her around were they they were no talking unkindly to her it was it was simply just making fun of her making fun of her yeah i say simply it was it wasn't physical it was them making fun of her but that's kind of the point right is oh nobody got hurt right but i'm glad that you and your cohort of youth volunteers and whoever got to have that conversation. Yeah. It's really good because at the end of the day, kids are, kids are dumb until they're held accountable to the consequences of their decisions. Hmm. Right. And that's true of a two year old. It's also true of a, 12-year-old, 15-year-old, and 22-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> like, make a bad choice, have a bad consequence is, you know. And I think that good on your church for not letting it slide because it's really easy and probably has been done a million times to be like, well, we dealt with it at camp. Mm-hmm. Right. We talked to them. It's camp. Everybody's tired. Nobody slept it, whatever. This is a, you know, 
all of them together, but all of them individually really nice. They were just making, there's a lot of ways to excuse not having to go and have that challenging conversation with five dads. Right. Who may or may not believe you. Yeah. I was actually really impressed with all the dads. It was really encouraging. Actually, they actually meet together as a group of dads. Their boys kind of run together. Um, so, I mean, it's very similar to what, to what we've got going on here. They, they yeah. meet pretty regular. Their kids are doing the same thing, same sports, similar schools. And, um, yeah, yeah, it was mm. kind of, it was really cool. It was intense and it was cool. And it was just this moment of like, dude, I got three boys and I love them to death. And I know these dads love their boys to death and are raising them the best they can. And it's like, man. My boy could be in a so best case scenario. What do you want the outcome to be from the best case scenario? This is a group of of young men who is could be like a core group that you could build a youth group culture around. Yeah, if they got it, everyone would be on board. Um. So the encouragement and the excitement is like, hey, this is the consequence of your actions that everyone knows about because you are who you are. And I don't like people when they say like, oh, you're a born leader or something like that. And it's like, "Mm." you might be a born influencer, but leader is something like that that requires you to be leading, not just influencing. Yep. You know, totally. And so I think they like it. As a group, they're definitely influential. And as a group, they could become like real leaders um, and just be impactful in how people felt at, I mean, other students felt at youth group. And I'm not one to sit here and think like, oh, they've got to be the the hands and feet. I think that's an interesting thing to put on students. Not that I'm saying I, I don't think it's true. Um, but it's like, dude, they're just trying to figure out life. And that's why they yeah. made fun of a girl. Because someone thought it was funny. And then they said it out loud. And then they got laughs. And someone thought this is wrong. This is hurtful. But they don't have the the stones to say, dude, come on. Right to stand up to a friend, you know, and it's like I know it's so cheesy in all the books that you you read, but the one that stands out obviously is the the Harry Potter where Neville Longbottom gets ten extra points for standing up to his friends, you know. Yeah, and in in the line I think he says is like the the most courage of all is to stand up to one's friends, and it's like yeah, like that's death thirteen, like that's impossible. You're literally asking for social ostracism to just be like, come on guys. Um, so what yeah. it feels like, I don't think that's what oftentimes, I don't think that's what happens, especially if you are able to be like, come on, like don't do that. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it feels like, but it's the fear that will happen. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's not much different than what I just talked about with the, what could have happened with the youth group. The same fear is there just different for a dad going to another dad and saying, 
your boy done messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and that fear doesn't right? go I mean, it's away. It's challenging. That fear doesn't go away at 32. You know, like I get in moments a lot where I'm like, like, whoa, what just happened? And what was said? And what's going on? And like, what do I say here? And how do I handle? Like, it's not like that ability to step up to a friend or to just uh, a stranger for that matter on something that you're convicted in or can see plainly wrong um it's not like it goes away so it's just is just starting to to uh work out a muscle that will always need working at a young age Okay, here's my question. Yeah. Your daughter is All right, hit me. 12 years old, goes to youth camp. No, she's she's five, but okay. Okay, your daughter's 12 years old. She goes to youth camp. <laughs> uh, she's excited to be part of this youth group. You trust all these people. For the most part, she has a good time, but she's like, yeah, some kids, not even other girls, which is its own ball of wax, I guess, which I won't have to deal with. So you can tell me how that works. It's not even other girls. Yeah, it's, I don't know uh, yet. it's a group of boys, influential boys, cute boys, older boys, teasing your daughter uh, to the point of of tears. You've got three black belts at your disposal. What's gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't. You don't beat up a fifteen year old that gets you in jail, right? Um, That's true. All right. I mean, I'd be on, I'd be on the I'd be on the phone with the church. Okay. If I didn't already know the parents, if I knew who the parents were and what was going on, I'd be on the phone with them. Yeah. Uh, legitimately. Yeah. Being like, this is a big problem for me. Yeah. And um, especially if I have, if I knew, like in this case, right? You got the dads that seems like they're a group of influential boys, but also seems like the dads are around, mm-hmm. right? Like people at the church know who they are. And yeah, there's probably some sort of relationship there that can be leveraged in a good way. Um, be the same thing, right? Like, what am I going to do? Go to these 15 year olds and deal with them? No, that's, I'm not their dad. Right. Uh, but I sure as heck. And I'm going to go to their dad. Right. And say, Hey, this is what occurred. This is where my daughter came from. However, you're going to handle it, handle it, but it's not acceptable mm. for me. Um, and the conversation probably would happen with the church as well. And just be like, y'all saw this starting a day ahead of time. And it ended up with the next day with this, with my daughter in tears. Get your stuff in line. Yeah. Uh, own own your own your leadership there. Yeah. So uh, whether that hits you weird or not, probably does a little bit. But the I try. I mean, that's, we that's, tried the day that they made it. <laughs> I'll take you. I know the punishment. You didn't, you didn't send you didn't send them home. That is true. I mean, like there's there's consequences that that people are not willing to 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 do, mm. and and I'm the kind of person that's a problem solver in that way where it's like, okay, you yeah, you wanted to hold them accountable, but. There was less. There was no teeth to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, it's like, what are you gonna do? Take away their Bluetooth speaker when they're playing? Okay. <laughs> you know, like uh, the the con- the natural consequence for the action is if you can't be amongst the people, then you don't get to be amongst the people. Right. You don't get to come. Yeah. And you know, yeah. Whether that's good or not, that is what it is. Like, yeah, when you're ready to come and 
here's the chance you have here, you know. But that's that's where I would probably feel. Um, I know that if I were that dad that had my kids at home, I'd be upset that that happened, probably. But I'd probably be more upset that my kid chose to do the things that they did that got them the consequence that they got. Yeah. So yeah, I would probably I would probably be talking to that church and being like, you can't let it get to that point. You can't let it get to that point. You're the adults. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'd be mad. And that's me being mad, probably saying that kind of stuff. And they'd have to deal with my wrath probably a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Because I am I already can feel the hair stand up on my neck if that was my daughter in that situation. Right? But it is what it is. Mm. That's a good point. That's so funny. I didn't even think about. Well, I I have sent kids home from from camp before. Yeah. Um. But for this instance, I don't know why. It never even like. Yeah, I think it escalated. Anyway, we definitely could for have me, done things. For me, but you want to know what it gets I had also? Them do? Can I see the other side? I want, I would love to hear what you had them do. Yes. Uh, the day that she started crying, I gathered up the boys that were involved and I made them run sprints. For how long? It was probably by about 15, 17 minutes. And then so it's a lot of sprints, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. They got it a lot. Yeah. I started close and then I let them get tired and then I started running with them and I said, anytime I beat you, you got to do an extra one. I was like, <laughs> all you got to do is all of you got to beat me and then you're all done. <laughs> so I would do that and then they'd run their extra run and then I'd rest, which I needed at age 32. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and then, yeah, and then this, this is truly how I feel about it. And I know we've talked about it. It's like, hey, weak, weak people make fun of people. Yes. And you're, you're, you're weak for not stepping up and stopping it, and you're weak for going along with it. And I think I said it, and it shows in being beat by an old man or something like that. I definitely wore it down <laughs> before. Um, but I mean, part of that's just that. like they're 15. What? They don't need to know that. They're 15. <laughs> that's true. Um, anyway, it just got me thinking on like, like a couple of these dads, like I really love and respect, and I think they're doing like a really good job. And I don't know. Is that? I mean, is is it avoidable? Um, it's not avoidable. You're never going to stop this, but but boundaries are. I think that the where the I'm sorry, the, I'm talking um, about for me with my boys. Oh, for you with your boys? Uh, no, I think that <laughs> it's not—it's no not avoidable. No, it's not—it's av- not avoidable. You could do your darndest, right, to set them up for success and have those conversations early and draw attention to when it's happening and prepare them by having those conversations before they're actually in the situation, so that when they're in there, they know what to do because they've heard it talked about before. The, a lot of times, what I am learning with Layla now is wow when you don't talk about 
how you would approach kinds of situations and those situations come up, they will go along with mm. the group. If the group makes a bad decision, which it likely will, right? they'll make a bad decision. Yeah. Um, and that's probably what happened with these boys. I bet you that the dads didn't be like, cool, you're going to be hanging out with your friends and somebody's going to do something really dumb and hilarious. And in our home, we don't make people feel like crap. Yeah. So I don't care if you're with your friends, you're with them or whatever. You don't make people feel like crap. My my anticipation is that a conversation similar to that did not happen to all of the boys. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of them, maybe some of them, but yeah, maybe. But more often than not, the conversation is more like, "Hey, have fun, be nice, you know, do the right thing, bye." Yeah. Right? Like not like, "Hey, what happens if this situation happens?" Interesting. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, because I think that those I'm seeing with Layla a lot of that right now where like that kind of conversational role play stuff is really helping her understand. We talked about her hurting her sister a lot. It's no different. It's, you know, cause and effect. Something A happened, reaction B occurred. Right. Right. For the boys, it was somebody did something they thought was hilarious that got them to say something kind of mean and they milked it for a day and a half, Yeah, <laughs> you know, which is um, hilarious to do with your friends. Just not to not your, friends. it's hilarious to do to your friends. Yes. If you're, but even but if one of those boys is on the receiving end of that, uh-huh. they would have felt just as bad because they're 15. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. We're not, they're not 30 like us. Yeah. Right. Like this, there's a, they don't, they don't have, know where the line is. They don't know. Well, it, it, some of us still don't know where the line is. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is the difference is the difference is is that I could roll my eyes at you and know where your heart is because I have eleven <laughs> years of experience with you, uh, or Matt for that, for that matter, and you the same with me. Yeah. Um, and if it really is too much we can it's enough for us to be like dude and you'll be like yeah (laughs) it's over right like it's it's pretty fast right Right. because we've gotten to that point in our friendship these boys haven't been alive long enough to be friends as long as we've been friends and their brains are 12 years from being fully developed so i mean your boys are gonna do dumb stuff layla's gonna do dumb stuff they're all gonna do dumb things i'm hoping that layla doesn't become the kind of you know girl in her class that is the popular mean one that she could she could be she already has like a gaggle of people that follow her around everywhere oh, when she I'm goes sure she just rules with an iron fist i freaking love Layla. <laughs> i know oh my God. jordan's like jordan's like you have no idea at playground playtimes or whatever during the summer like <laughs> Layla's just getting <laughs> followed by like seven kids all over the place. The problem is, is that she takes them where they're not supposed to go. Oh, no. She takes them, <laughs> she takes them like out of sight around the corner into the other field. Like it's like, where is everybody? <laughs> they're all over here. And so, but so like that, I mean, I, I'm, I think she's really sensitive because I've seen her be like, Oh, those ones that won't play with me. And that really, bothering her so i'm prepared for i want to prepare her for that side of it yeah but i also want her to prepare for like 
she's really smart and she will have words that could hurt people. Yeah. And she will be young and probably feel something that will make her want to do that either for approval or because she's upset or right. Are they whatever? Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 Reciprocation of that is, is hard. And so I don't think it's avoidable for any of us. I think the best we can do is try to clock what our kids' personalities are. Right. Right. Like, and try to give them the best opportunity to understand you know how just how to act in those types of situations right like giving leo the context of this is what our family is doing and our family you are uh you are a part of this family you are one of us before you're a friend right you are one of us mm. In this family and in our family, we include people. We are in, we are kind. We, you know, never resort to physical violence to solve our problems. You know, mm-hmm. we only protect ourselves. Unless like there's a big really difference and you need to know it. Unless <laughs> they really deserve it. They really deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. Yeah, dude, that's a tough one. Yeah. Your boys, your 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 three boys as they are older, say, you know, Wesley's say Wesley's 15. No, don't say it. Yeah. Say Wesley's 15, which would be great. And and that'll make what Brooks 13? Yep. Okay. So Wesley and Brooks 15 and 13 at youth camp together. Like those boys could run the business. <laughs> they could because they have each other, yeah. right? And by that point in time, they'll have each other and we'll see what it is like or whatever. But like having that kind of group right there, right. there's been so many brothers that have gotten into so much trouble because they've had their brother yeah. or whatever. <laughs> or they could be the brothers that could stop stuff because they are like know that it's – know what the right thing to do is and will not be swayed because their brother is there to be on the same team as them. Right. That can be true too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not too worried. I mean, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it's unavoidable. I didn't really think there was an answer to it. Um, and it's uh, one of those weird things where it's, it's the age where the dads have done I truly do believe the dads have done the best of their abilities and the best of what is God has given them. And their boys are at the age where they're making decisions that yes. don't align with your family values. They don't align with who we've taught you to be or who the values we've, you know, the values we hold cling to as a family. And like, that's going to be, yes. For me, I know, I think it'll be very difficult for me to walk through that with like love and grace and not like judgment and shame or embarrassment of like, oh, you're doing, this is what it looks like on me now. Someone who isn't like these dads, they are, they're like involved in the church and, um, and you're going to have to apologize to another dad for at least one of your kids. If I'm not really good at that, though. At least for myself. 
<laughs> right. But you're going to have to live with that that the next week at church. Yeah. Too, and the following week. Yeah, that's true. And it's and you're going to have to live with it when you come home and you look that son of yours in the eyes after going to have that conversation. Right. You're going to have to do it. And so am I. Hmm. My kids are going to make bad choices and hurt other people. And as their father, although not all of it will be my responsibility, some of it will be. Right. And so all I get to do right now is exactly what you're doing. You're looking out and you're being like, okay, not only am I going to learn from my own past experiences, I'm going to learn from your current ones. Yeah. <laughs> and what am I going to do? What about that? You know, what am I going to do? Yeah. We need like a prep course or something. Someone should do like a yeah, podcast called- on it or something like that. <laughs> It'd actually be way more helpful than us because all we're doing is talking. <laughs> um, the- yeah. But I think it's important and it'll be important for us to be, what, seven years from now being like, dude, it finally happened. I had to call another dad today. <laughs> it's like, you know. Um, right. But you also have seven years from now and so do I. More for me, a little bit more for me. Um, I ha- we have an amount of time right now to start being like not get caught unawares by when something like this happens. Mm. Yeah, which is unavoidable because we created little humans. Yeah, that are sinful. Yep. No one of us is good, not even one. And it's hit him with that Roman row, baby. <laughs> dude, it's gonna get. That's so much Romans. Uh, they they're they do now today, and will continue to do sinful things that hurt other people. Yeah, they will. Right now, a lot of that sin and hurt is directed toward me and my wife <laughs> and, and their siblings. But in their teenage years, it kind of turns out to everybody. Yeah, uh, and it's just it's bad. It's Chris said the same way. They're the worst versions of themselves, hmm. and it's like okay. We have X amount of time between now and then to prepare ourselves and our hearts for how we are going to respond as the grown-up right. in this relationship. And so that's kind of my lesson learned. It's like, if I can't stop it, what am I going to do about it? Right. It's like, how do we respond with love, grace, acceptance, wrath, and consequences all in the same thing? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to be angry uh, and I'm going to be upset and frustrated and embarrassed. Right. And how do I not sin in my anger? Yeah. Be angry, but do not sin in your anger. Right? Like, and that to, is. To like show them the consequences of their sin without it being shameful, you know? Yes. But it's also like, dude, look at this little girl in the eyes and like you caused right. those tears. It's like, right. is that shameful or is that. There's the a truth. line. It's like, because it is true. It is true. But it's also, and also, it's like tone is you, everything. Oh, yeah, we got to have a whole podcast on that. Just because something makes you feel ashamed, does that mean it's shaming? Because, like, shame no. should be. Shame's real. We can talk about that for an hour. It is. No, I mean, uh, there's a big difference between being shamed mm. and having the Holy Spirit work on your conscience. Yeah. I think, yeah. To being convicted. There's a difference between being shamed and convicted. I feel like that's (laughs) going to be our generation's big swing in the evangelical church Mm -hmm. is shame when people are like, yeah. 
it's like they shamed me it's like no they called you out on your bull yeah <laughs> like there's a big difference like, oh they made me feel bad about myself and it's like well you were uh drinking excessively and beating your wife and sleeping around with other people so <laughs> it's like yeah it's like i don't you know it, there's just these weird you were held accountable we, we, might, we, we might have tipped tipped a little too far to the uh to the not too much grace but not enough like yeah sit in sit in what you've done you know sit in that pig's yeah. die prodigal son like he had to sit in it to realize like oh it's better over there when you're ready to come back yeah here i am <sighs> i will run out to meet you yeah it's man it is a lot to it I, we could talk about that for a long time probably because it's going to be a balance and we're going to screw it up. I think that having grace for myself when I screw it up, because I will, is going to be important. But also having a prepared plan for how to respond when my kids royally screw the pooch yeah. is going to be also really important. Um, truly. Um, okay. Do you want a hot take? Dude, you got one? Or you have one. Uh, it's an interesting one. It's about birthdays. Okay. I love I love talking about birthdays. Because <laughs> this is this is a dividing this is a dividing thing. I it's really a two part. Okay. And they can be said together. The the two the two questions I have are how big of a deal should you make your kid's birthday? And how okay is it to be excited about your own birthday as an adult? <laughs> those are two those are two questions that I have that I want to hear your answers on. Okay. I for a very long time have neglected my own birthday. Not neglected. Just been like it's just a day, it's not that big a deal. Um, yeah, classic dad stuff. Yeah, but it's been like that for a while, and I'm I have very like low expectations. Never like, um, yeah, and I don't know necessarily where that comes from. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just. Um, does your dad like his birthday, or does he say it's just not, a day? Birthdays like weren't the biggest deal in our family for anybody. Yeah, yeah. so it's just like wasn't that big of a deal. Um, I think. For the better, I've grown in that a little bit because because of that, I didn't celebrate other people well, specifically my wife and or my kids. Your wife who adores her birthday and wants to change her son's birthday because it's on her birthday. <laughs> right. Yes, May is uh, born on the same day and Katie uh, is upset that she has to share her birthday. That's a little bit. Of, she just wants to celebrate his half birthday. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> um, you might want to edit that one out, buddy. You're editing this no, week. You, just remember, in. you have control it's here. <laughs> um, and there's nothing wrong with that. And that's actually where no. I have grown. And I actually think the Lord has worked on my heart and in my spirit to um, allow me to celebrate myself, which, again, yeah. kind of like weird new agey like no shame, like love yourself. I don't know. I, I really struggle with that. But allowing to be celebrated is hard for me. Um, yeah. And so 
that's kind of how I treated other people's birthdays. And that's, I've grown in that. So I've grown in that in how I want to celebrate and treat Katie and her birthday because it is a big deal. Like, I really love that girl and she's awesome. And, um, yeah, it's fun to celebrate that, especially with friends and to make a big deal out of stuff every once in a while. Yes. Um, I don't think is, I could be better at, and my wife's really good at it. And I've noticed how good she is at it with helping other people plan parties or birthday parties or whatever, where it's, um, she's really good at making people feel special and seen and known, like not just in the gift, but like, Oh, I know you like this. So we planned it here or these people. Um, yeah. So I think there's a lot to, to that, but generally my birthday, um, I like it low key and not too much going on for me. I love my birthday. I love, I love my birthday. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you remember 2001. But uh, my, bir- yeah. my birthday's got, my birthday's <laughs> oh, no. got, a, got a history. Uh, so imagine showing up to cupcakes in second grade. We're just jolly old, ready to celebrate a birthday. And uh, mm, buddy, sorry, this is supposed to be a fun. This is supposed to be a fun <laughs> hot take. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, so yeah. um, there's a lot of tributes on your birthday. Yes. We'll, yeah, you know we'll do All that. All the flags are up for me. And then yeah. my kid's birthday, this was a weird one. And I honestly think I'm going to play it by kid, by year. And, like, I don't want to be spiteful about it. But it's, like, sometimes I'm, like, oh, they're not going to, they're, like, being, like, super ungrateful or un, I don't know. They're being children. I know. Yeah, you're right. They're being children. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, dude, every single day revolves around you, just to let you know. Someone wakes up to cook for you. Someone wakes up to clean for you. Someone has been wiping your hiney for the past seven years. Like, dude, the entirety of your life revolves around you. Your grandparents, your friends, everything. Every single thing. Is is this a commentary about a specific child that you have? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then you, it's you like, said a very specific oh, number of years my dude oh, no this day what do you want me to do like kiss your ring your highness like dude come <laughs> on so um and it could oh, just be great. a phase like i don't know it's but it's like yeah so <laughs> i don't know i don't That's know how so to funny. do it i don't know how to like i want to celebrate them well and then the moment it's like the hint of un of I don't want a teaching moment. I want a beating moment, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. Uh, but I yeah. guess we got to teach. We got to teach gratitude and we got to be able to teach. Fortunately, or for, unfortunately, probably for my wife, I'm not much of a gift guy. I just, I just don't, I'm not good at, I'm not, I'm better at experiences than I am at at gifts. I like experiences. I like doing things and making memories. Um, I'm not good at gift giving. My wife is a great gift giver. She's so good. (laughs) I'm terrible. Um, 
Yeah. So for me, it's like with the girls specifically, it's like I do want them to like have fond memories of theirs and their sister's birthday. Fond family memories. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean they're necessarily going to pick like we'll give them some choices and they can pick what they want to do out of those choices probably is what we've done so far it's probably what we'll continue to do we've also converted to a thing where we're not throwing a big family party that's more about the adults than the kids um which they've been really fun to do having everybody over and letting them be celebrated but it, it is less impactful to the girls i have found than what we've decided to do the last couple of birthdays one for Layla, one for Briar, is we're not doing a family party, but if you would like to go out and make memories with one of our daughters for their birthday, pick them up, take them out to dinner, take them out to do something fun, yeah, and do that. We're doing a family, you know, birthday for the most part. Yeah. And that's been a really good thing. It's like this perfect balance for me of making their birthday special and about them without making everybody in the entire world's world revolve around them mm. kind of a thing so far we'll see like it worked on layla being five and Briar being two when they're 11 and in school i don't know right maybe they'll just want to bring cupcakes to their class yeah but and after they've been maybe they'll still want to skip school with dad and then they go to a party and it's like the greatest thing yeah. ever probably but you know maybe they'll still want to hang out with dad Question mark. <laughs> Do you have like a favorite birthday specifically for you or a birthday that you've been to that was like, oh my gosh, that was like the best. As a kid or as a grown up? Kid. Sub mm. 15. Uh, my 13 year old birthday was pretty fun. We went to um, like a, before big arcades were like a thing where there were other places, there was like one in Seattle. So it was like, you know, the a 40-minute drive away. Yeah. And we loaded five people or whatever into the Suburban and drove me and some of my friends to GameWorks or something in the city. And we played, like, arcade games and then went and saw a movie. Dude, that's amazing. And it was like, I still remember it. Yeah. It was awesome. I love that. Um yeah, that was a good one. That was a really good one. I was that was my thirteenth birthday. Usually we would do you know at home get-togethers, which were always really fun. I have memories of those too, but like making a big one, a big one, and making a big deal like the bar mitzvah stuff that you guys are the the coming of age stuff uh-huh. that you guys were talking about for your that kind of stuff makes sense to stick with you. As an adult, though, my thirtieth birthday was the best thing <laughs> ever. When was your thirtieth? What did we do? My thirtieth, my thirtieth was right before COVID, so it was November of twenty nineteen, and um, we, I got, I got surprised with a surprise party with all of my friends at uh, at my parents' house, and they had all oh, of my yeah. favorite foods. So they had like it was just a party of all of the things that I love yeah. to eat with all of my favorite people, and it was awesome. Was it was the best. <laughs> it was the best thing. Dang, that was a good birthday. I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, right before yeah. COVID. Right before the whole world changed. <laughs> it was a great party. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, the unfortunate thing is this. I have, <laughs> I'm I so have sorry, babe. A couple of vivid memories of birthdays. 
<laughs> growing up. Okay. And we called them, like, we were, I was a little kid. We called them duds. Okay. And it was like. <laughs> Dud birthdays. <laughs> it was like my poor mom. It was like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to the park and people are going to come. And we'd been there for like an hour and nobody showed up. <laughs> There's like nobody oh. there. <laughs> I definitely sent the invites out. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's like my birthday is like oh, right sorry, at the buddy. beginning of school, end of summer. It's like a horrible mm-hmm. time. It became more horrible. Yes. Yeah, it sure did. Yeah. Late Jordan's 30th birthday. I'm really sorry, babe. Her her day of her 30th birthday was the day of Washington State's lockdown <laughs> began. <laughs> oh, that's right. So, <laughs> so we were like, let's get together with people. And then we was like. You cannot leave your house. <laughs> <laughs> you will all die. That was when we were still terrified. Um, oh, yeah, man. Jordan's, Reb's, and Katie's was all there. And it was all their 30ths? It was all their 30ths. It was all their 30ths. Dude, we're going to have to do something. Katie, Katie, Katie and Reb's, we did it in a parking lot trying to stay oh, yeah. six feet away from each we other. sushi in the parking lot. Um, yeah. We're gonna, me, you, and Matt. We're gonna have to like crush the fortieth. We're gonna have to like do a cruise or something for the girls. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll crush. Well, I might have to crush thirty-five. Yeah, Just do do a redo at thirty-five. It'll be all good. Yeah, you didn't hear that, babe. You didn't hear. It. Stop listening. Earmuffs, dude. Let's wrap this up, man. Thanks for yeah. talking. Um, not what we were gonna talk about, but all this stuff was fresh Better. in my mind, and I was excited and interested and yeah oh one last thing i opened up the habit app zero times since we've done yeah but i have been doing all of them except for this sabbath we didn't Sabbath. no we sabbath we sabbath good for you i um i've been bad on my bible i've been good on my prayer i've been Awesome at my uh, Layla prayer in the mornings. I, I've talked to her every day on her way to school. Mm. Um, and I've been uh, bad on my workout. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far, two out of four. Two out of four, 50% success rate. 50% we're failing. I'm working on it. Keeping refocused. Yep. All right, brother. Uh, thanks for listening to the Love Dad podcast. And... Uh, you can still email us at lovedadpod at gmail.com. If you got ideas or thoughts or want to join us for an episode, feel free to shoot us an email there. That'd be great. And um, you can also see our Instagram at lovedadpod. And I think that's it for now. Yep. Brother, I love, love you. Everybody. Thanks for listening. Laters. <laughs>